Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. Good morning, Coxie. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, <laughs> listeners. How are we all this morning? G'day, listeners. Now, Nicole, I was about to redo my ridiculous <laughs> intro that we just did for this podcast oh, episode. Dear. I think the universe be... is giving us a different opportunity. <laughs> it will be sent to the rubbish bin, never to mm. be seen again. It's on the cutting room floor, Coxie. Sometimes it has to happen mm. for the best outcome for our <laughs> listeners. There's a lot of stuff on the cutting room floor. There is I'm a bit. Still isn't looking it? for the best stuff. <laughs> oh dear! How are we, listeners? Happy Friday! It is Friday, therefore it is a fucking Friday episode. Oh, hang on! Out, I didn't, didn't have a chance to get the kids out of the room, Coxie. Oh well, if you're listening on a Friday, I think you know it's coming. You've already dropped the f bomb. Yeah. Well, if you can read, uh, then you would have noticed that it is a fucking Friday. <laughs> And there's a fairly high percentage chance that Coxie will drop a few F-bombs. I do like a Unlike good me. F-bomb. Mm. Oh, you never do. No, I've no. Never, you're a gentleman. You never do that, Warwick. Don't swear. I swear about the same level as a PG TV show. Correct. That would be absolutely <laughs> correct. Just to, just to reinsert something that we talked about on the cutting room floor version of this episode <laughs> when the technology failed us and you were left with a weird look on your face, which seems to always happen. Oh, doesn't uh, it? <laughs> and my microphone wasn't working properly. So here we are with the real Fuck It Friday for Friday the 5th of June. Oh, um, you said that so smoothly. I would have gotten all tumbled up on my words. <laughs> so this, this episode's going up a little later this morning because uh, we didn't pre-record it. This is happening live on a Friday on the actual day of the podcast. It is, and we've had to feed children and horses and chickens and cows and um, children and do things, and cows here and we children. are. It's 8 o'clock. Are cows and children, like, are they similar, feeding oh, cows and I children? Oh, I think so. <laughs> do you know my dogs stop every morning on their walk and eat grass like cows? It's the fun. I'll have to take a photo for you all. It's yeah. hilarious. Yes. So we're not here to talk about cows and we're not here to swap comics or do any of those other uncomplimentary things that we talk about when we say that <laughs> sentence. Uh, I want to talk about change this morning, Nicole. We do want to talk about change. We've had some um, big experiences ourselves over the last week or so that have led to this very poignant moment in podcasting history when we talk yet again about change. Now, if I had said that, I, I think it would be fair to say I was talking shit. <laughs> but I don't want to say that about what you just said, Nicole, because I'm changing. <laughs> we're all changing. Well, we are. We're all in a constant state of flux. Um, <clears throat> and so one thing, just, just quickly before we dig into, I guess, the essence of today's episode, despite the fact it's a fuck it Friday, this is going to get a bit heavy, listeners. This is a serious mm -hmm. topic that we want to discuss. Well, I kind of railroaded it and told Coxie this is what we're doing. And um, Coxie very kindly agreed so that I thought that I was actually in control when, in fact, that's not true. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, we do tend to ramble a bit. Okay, we I do. tend to ramble a bit and I circle around like the great grey shark that I am. Hello, and, Tom. And uh, thanks, Tom. There's your mention, buddy. Hope you're happy. And uh, 
I commit to getting to the point more often and more quickly in more episodes from here on in. Because, you know, the Rona, I'm fucking bored with the Rona and I'm sick of hearing about it and I'm not going to go on a rant, although I am really sick of when I call service providers, the first thing I hear is their recorded message while I'm waiting to get through to somebody in the call center that pretty much just puts the big Rona excuse on the table up front. Mm. And it's that recorded message that says, due to COVID-19, we will continue to give you shit service and use COVID-19 as an excuse. Please hold, (laughs) because we really give a fuck about you. Not. (laughs) And we'll be with you in another hour or two. I know. (laughs) Uh, So we're not using the Rona as an excuse, Coxie. In actual fact, I, I feel like you and I have used the Rona as an opportunity to step up our game. I think so. I think it's the best thing that's happened for us. And I am pumped about the number of our members and listeners. G'day, listeners. If you're a tight ass and you're not a member yet, then um, hello to you too. Saying it like it is on a fucking Friday. I like it. <laughs> Told you I was getting to the point more often. Uh, I am pumped about how many of our members have done the same. They've, they've gone, you know what? COVID, fuck you. I'm stepping it up. Mm. And... Uh, no one, no one other than the people in his in, in immediate circle, being Tom, has, um, has just employed his first full-time staff member in his business in the midst of a supposed pandemic. Yes, Tom. We have a lot of members that are recruiting at present. Absolutely. I a lot of members. I fucking love reading those posts. It's like, we mm. are getting smashed. Please, we need employees. We want staff. Mm. And you know what, Coxie? Um, I think Australia is going to ride back into prosperity on the tool belts of tradies around this country. It's about freaking time that we all stopped and realised just how important tradies are to our community. Yeah. It's so, brilliant. This is, this is the time for you listeners. Now is the time to get out mm-hmm. there and change the way you think about yourself, your business, the industry, uh, investing in your business. And I'll spare you the big um, tirade about, you know, getting a mentor or a coach. And I don't care if it's not us, but um, please have a look at the opportunity that's ahead of us all. In these in in the industry, uh, and I'll just refer to the trades, mm. um, because it's <laughs> it's government policy. They have come out and explicitly said that construction drives the economy. Mm. Hence, the first thing they've done is chuck money at the building industry. And Coxie, there's there's been a bit of pissing and moaning from the other trades that aren't yes. builders. And yes. if that's you, I just want you to have a quick listen, please. I'm not going to hang shit on you. Just realize that this is like dominoes. The government has picked the, the biggest, easiest domino they can knock over, and then the market will do the rest. Mm. So they've pumped cash into building, mm. and that will drive a lot of other industries as a result, it might take three months, six months, twelve months for it to flow on, but it will flow on. This is what this is what governments do, capitalist governments do, when they're faced with a recession, which is just, you know, the the basket of goods went backwards for a quarter. That's all that means. 
um, gross domestic product. It's just a measure of how much stuff a country produces, and we just produced less than we did the previous quarter. So mm. that is officially called a recession. Um, man, I'm going down a fucking rabbit hole again, Coxie. <laughs> it's an economics <laughs> I'm just lesson. Just letting you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, governments don't let that shit go on for any longer than they can manage. And yes, it means the country goes into debt, whatever. Um, it's it's numbers on a piece of paper. Mm. So just if, you, if you're listening to this and you've gotten a bit caught up in the negative bullshit, just be careful that you don't get sucked into the everything's fucked mentality that is going to circulate in the media. The media will, the Rona's dead. Like they've run out of stories to run on that shit. So mm. what are they going to run stories on now? The recession. What else are they going to run stories on? The the scams with the home builder scheme, the you know the poor quality workmanship, the cowboys riding into town. That's what the media is going to flog to all of you. And if you want to plug into that and eat that up, then go right ahead. Uh, but I can tell you, this is a fucking amazing opportunity for tradespeople and trade business owners that want to see the opportunity amongst all the shit. So that's the context. Coxie. <laughs> Would you like, like the to good say Chuck anything? Norris? And <laughs> like the good Chuck Norris that you are, we're about to chuck into what exactly we wanted to talk about today, and that was change. Yeah. So some of this requires us to change our thinking, change the way our business is structured, change the way we do business with the other trades, even. Uh, the the guy that I referenced, he's he's actually looking at putting someone on salary. Wow. In in a trade, a, a staple sub-trade, and I won't give too much away there just so I don't you know, upset anybody, but um, it's not common practice. But you know what? There's an opportunity to change the way we do things. You don't have to do stuff the old ways anymore. You really don't. And time and time again, even just in my own business, when we were first looking at changing the way we employed our subcontractors, so our chippy subcontractors, even just trying to get them to think differently enough to entertain the idea was almost impossible. Mm. But once we got there, it was a better result for everybody, both the subcontractors and ourselves as principal contractors. So I, I just, I guess that's what we're seeing time and time again at the moment. There is this massive opportunity to change and we're being forced to change within our businesses. And so many tradies in particular are still resisting that change. And our discussion this morning was about are they actually resisting the change or are they so polarised by what needs to happen they don't know how to take that next step. So a lot of what, a lot of the conversations we're having at the moment are around, okay, well, you, how do you encourage somebody to take that first step? Are they too scared to take the step? Do they not know how to take the step? Are they feeling overwhelmed? Are they sitting in a place of fear? What is it about that step that they're not able to follow through on? And I want to reference a fantastic session, which at the time felt really uncomfortable for, I think, everybody in the room, as in the virtual meeting room, but uh, from one of our drawing boards um, this week, actually, Coxie. Mm. Uh, and it's not often as a coach and a mentor that I squirm in my seat and want to rescue someone from um, suffering <laughs> because I, I've come to learn that in that place, that's where people really get a shift. 
that's where the lights go on and uh, people change, right? Mm. Or they accept and embrace change. And I I was very close to rescuing a couple of people this week. <laughs> because it was a little prickly. It was like a pineapple. <laughs> it's the pineapple. There's the it pineapple is, reference. It was a pineapple. Hello, pineapple. Uh, and look, I don't know if it's going to be enough um, mm. to bring about change or, or for, for both of the people um, involved, actually, mm. to take the lesson and... and um, move in a different direction off the back of that. But I suppose I, I wanted to reference that because someone is stuck. There's a there's a bloke who's stuck. And it's easy for us to lose patience with people who take longer to change than we feel they should. Yes. And I'll protect the innocent. So if I do a bit of great grey shark circling coxie, it's because I don't wanna I don't wanna wreck this for anybody personally that's that's in the midst of it. It's kinda of like a court case, you know. They don't mention the names because it might influence the outcome. Um, yes. so same thing here. <clears throat> um I, I guess I wanna c- cover that principle of well, how long should change take? Mm. And particularly to the, to the blokes listening, any any guys out there listening to this episode, which is probably about ninety seven percent of the audience, I suspect, um, <laughs> I want to hear from women, more women who listen, Coxie. That's... They're listening. They tell me they're listening. Okay, they're just I don't, quiet. They don't talk to me, which is probably understandable. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but look, the essence of this is one man probably got a little frustrated with another man who appears to be taking a long time to change. And I would encourage anybody who's in either of those scenarios, if you are a changee, if you're stuck, and you probably know it, you probably know in private, in the the dead of night at (laughs) 2.37am that you're stuck. And you know you should change, you want to change, you've tried to change, and you just seem to be stuck in that that same spot in your business, your personal life, your headspace, your health, whatever the heck it is. Or if you're that person, particularly blokes here, I'm speaking to you, that's like, for fuck's sake, Was, would you just, like, do it already? Right? You've been talking about this. And I've been there, Coxie, and I've had... A mate of mine threatened me with violence. With a pineapple. If <laughs> I didn't change, hence yes. the pineapple reference, right? Yes. Um, and that was what it took for me to change. And I, I you know, I, I took the the message there, and I actually did some things. But I think what what can happen sometimes, and certainly in this case that we're referencing in one of our groups, what's come to light is that the thing that is blocking further change is so small. Mm. It is such a simple. Small thing, but it has become as big as a mountain. Mm. And I actually, I feel like too many blokes don't stand by their mates long enough to get the pineapple working for them, you know, to, to actually help them see that the mountain is not a mountain, it's a bee's dick. And... That you can actually just step over it. I think we get stuck in um, 
our own expectation is what's letting us down essentially because I can do or I can see that that thing is a bee stick. It's easy for me to say, come on, hurry up, get it over and done with already, just move yep. on. Yep. But because the person who's stuck, it's gone from being a bee stick to being a mountain, they can't see past it. They just need some patience. They need some time. They need to be led through the process. They need some assistance. They might need step-by-step, step, this is how you do it because they're likely never have done it before. They're likely to be frightened of that change. They're likely to be unsure how to move forward and become unstuck. So rather than get frustrated, can we not maybe hold somebody's hand through the process? And I don't mean you have to stand there and hold their hand and swing around <laughs> like your kids. Because that would be weird. Playground. That would be weird. But how can, how can we help as friends mm. or mm. fellow business owners or board members? How can we actually help get you over that line? What is the thing that, we're, that you're missing that we need to be able to assist you with to get you where you need to be? It's not, it, it requires our own self-reflection, I suppose, and understanding that it's not our time to get frustrated with another person, which is not always easy. No. And I'm ready to move on. I'm guilty of getting frustrated um, with plenty of people over the years, Coxie, myself included, for not changing quicker, uh, for not... It's like, it's simple, man. It's right in front of your nose. Just fucking do that. And it, But it's not that easy, right? It's no. simple. Yes, it's, it's as big as a bee's dick or a flea or whatever you like, but to the person who's in that place... It's it's as big as Mount Everest and they mm. cannot in that moment see how they could ever clear that obstacle. Nope. It can be very difficult to take the first step to get closer to the top of the mountain. And and telling someone to suck it up and get over it, get on with it, just move past it, just move on while it's it's valid and it could be effective if they don't have that within them in that point in time, then you're actually going to shut them down even more. Agreed. I think if you're prepared to give the pineapple, you then need to be there to help extract the pineapple and help them through whatever it is that they're going through. And that's what I didn't share when I previously referenced that conversation from a mate of mine when I was well and truly stuck. He threatened me with the pineapple and, and the actions with said pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> and then he stayed there. Yes. To make sure that I had the insight and then helped me through the, the next phase, which I think is sometimes even more frightening because once someone says, okay, I get it, I need to move or you're going to do something with a pineapple to me, <laughs> um, what do I do now? Yeah, I've yes. made the decision and the choice to change, but what the fuck do I do now? Yeah. Because that's even more scary because I'm letting go of the certainty of the mountain. Yes. That's it, it blocking is my path. It's complicated. And I think that um, as friends, as colleagues, as, as board members, as mates, we need to be prepared to give a pineapple, but be prepared to extract the pineapple and help them move forward. So it might be... Um, this is how you need to make this phone call. Let's let's call this person together. Or it might be, um, here, I'll help you write an email. Or it might be catching up for a beer at the end of the day to say, well, how did you go with that? Did you get through that okay? No, you didn't. Yeah. Okay, well, let's try again tomorrow. Yep. It, it's finding a practical way to help somebody through that state of overwhelm because 
most typically it is. It's fear that leads to overwhelm and I just don't know how to move forward. Same yeah. can be said. It doesn't even need to be about a thing. It might just be about getting up and getting out of bed in the morning. It might be as simple as that. It might be that you're just in such a state of overwhelm. There's so much going on that I can't even get out of bed because I just don't care today. So great to be the mate that says, well, you've got to get up. You've got to get on with it. Your family needs you. You need to go out and earn the money. But where's that mate in the middle of the day when that person still just wants to crawl back in bed and can't actually move through it? Yeah. You need to be the person that can stand up and say, hey, give them a call an hour after they get to work. How are you going? Is it all right? Do you need anything? Can I help? Mm. Sometimes you just need to listen because you can't help. And all they really need is somebody to hear them out. That's right. There's so many ways you can help. And delivering a pineapple like a bomb and walking away is not one of them. Yeah, tossing a hand grenade. Uh, just it's, it's, It feels like the right thing to do. And I think sometimes that just helps me feel better because I yes. lobbed a grenade and it's like, well, thank gosh I got that off my chest or, you know, that'll get him going. I just stick a bomb under him um, and then walk off. That's that just leaves a mess for that other person to potentially clean up, and they'll avoid it even more because it's, it's now it more becomes even more overwhelming and messy and confusing. And so, <clears throat> I I guess the point of this is recognize that change takes a different amount of time for different people. Um, you might be super quick at embracing change. Uh, you might be one of those people listening to this that's like, well, you just fucking get up and get on with it. Mm. And maybe that's worked well for you in your life. Maybe you're not one of those people. Maybe you're listening to this and you're someone who is stuck uh, and can't reach out because I, I see so many people who are stuck that don't reach out for help, whatever they're stuck with. could be how to do a cash flow statement. It could be how to get out of bed or it could be way more serious and, and um, you know, catastrophic than that, is uh, that stuckness stops a lot of blokes, especially from reaching out. Mm. Um, and the rest of us around don't understand why they don't or won't. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's just I really wanted to draw attention to the fact that change is fucking hard and it can take a long time. Mm, okay. It can take a long time for someone to see that mountain for what it actually is, which is a pebble they can step over. Mm -hmm. And that's going to take patience and persistence from those of us who are in a better place to keep coming back to that person, to to not just, you know, lob the pineapple or the, or the hand grenade and then get back to what we're doing mm. and expect that that's enough to move that person. We've got to be there to help them shuffle off. Because it it's a shuffle for people who are that stuck. I, it is a shuffle. It's not foot in front of the other, Coxie. No, it's a toe crunching forward like a worm. <laughs> yeah. Inchworms. How much did you love inchworms as a warm-up at uh, CrossFit or HIIT training or whatever? Did you ever do inchworms as a warm-up? No, I can't remember doing inchworms. Oh, bloody awful thing. I don't think I want to do inchworms. <laughs> I'll post a video horrible. of an inchworm on our I can imagine Instagram what story. that might look like. I can't. Yeah, no, thank you. I don't think I ever need to do inchworms. It's, it's one of those whole body uh, warm-ups that just sucks ass. Anyway, yeah. change is like an inchworm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's your ass hard. Keeps banging into your head. So it's um, hard. Yeah, that was that was the point of today's episode. Coxie was um, just a bit of a shout out 
to whichever part you're playing in change. If you're the, the person observing someone else trying or if you're the person who's stuck, um, hopefully that's that's helped you get a bit more perspective. And look at that. We've delivered a bang-on episode and we haven't really circled around anywhere except for Inchworms and PGTV. <laughs> yeah. And here we are at the end of it. We're done. Tom, I hope you liked that one. It was just direct and to the point. And for everybody else that gave us a bit of feedback that we're a bit all over the place, we're trying to be more concise. Was this trying? Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, um, if you haven't checked out the ways that you can get support to change in your trade business, then um, here's the Chuck Norris segue to the big pitch at the end. Go join the group. Uh, go oh, check out yes. the pay desk. It's still free for another, what, three weeks yes. or so. Uh, so tradies for tradies is the code. Go and check out the trade desk. It's the no bullshit, wank-free zone for how to get shit done in your trade business, um, how to change what you're currently doing so that it works better for you. Mm. Um, Simple. Yeah, it's super It's super simple. There's some easy stuff you can action from it straight away. And like I say, it's free. And probably the best part about it is you can actually stop doing all this on your own and go talk to some other trade business owners who have been there, done that, got the T-shirt and the scars to prove it, <laughs> and, uh, and can actually help shortcut the mountain thing and help you mm. break the mountain down so that it doesn't look so massive mm. and then you can actually step over some of these things yourself so it's not even about me and coxie uh it's about the community in there so if you've ever wanted to or, or thought that being part of a positive experienced community of trade business owners would be useful to you go join the trade desk because they're there. Mm. They're there in, the, in fucking droves. So uh, go check that out. Uh, it's all on the website. Apart from that, um, I hope you have a fantastic Friday, even you, Tom. And uh, we'll be back with another episode tomorrow, Coxie. We will, and we will see all our trade deskers this afternoon at 4 p.m. for drinks. Yeah. I think I'm having hour. water today. I have to drop children off to the pub later in the evening. Uh, oh, that's ironic, isn't it? You're drinking water isn't so the it? kids can go and get pissed. Yes. <laughs> How kind's that? <laughs> that's the what happens in middle ages, Coxie. <laughs> I know. Something to look forward to. <laughs> uh, have a great Friday, listeners. Happy Friday. Hooray. You've been listening to the Tradies in Business podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradiesinbusiness.com.au.